Welcome to the Word from the Ancient Path, stories and sermons for the journey. A channel of blessing for friends everywhere to experience how the Holy Spirit moves ordinary people into an extraordinary calling, bringing good news, connecting in Christ, and building the kingdom of God. The Word is declared through the pastors and partners of Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua, founded in 2011 in Jovellanos, Cuba, by pastors Jose Santiago and Yamile Cruz. I'm your guide, Pastor Kevin Job, and my wife Tani and I serve as chief connection makers and storytellers in the United States. Our team is dedicated to planting and nurturing churches and to spread the reach of the gospel. We pray you'll be blessed by these teachings and testimonies of what God has done and is doing in and through us. Hey friends, today on The Word from the Ancient Path, uh, I have some thoughts from King David and me. I relate to him quite often, I think, and today I'm very much connected to King David in his, um, what we'll call, brokenness and restoration phase. Having hit his lowest personal rock bottom, well, at least from what the scripture shares with us, in an attempt to find his way back to a healthy relationship with the Lord, David did what David did. He wrote a song. Here's a piece of it. Psalm 51, verse 1 through 3, 7 through 9. He says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me, I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. And God, our loving Father, the one who abounds in love and in grace, did exactly what David begged of him. God is good. When I was around 12 years old or so, I used to come home after school and watch reruns of a TV show called The Monkees. Now, if you don't know them, they were a made-for-TV rock band who were the best-selling musical artists of 1967, bigger than The Beatles. Now, their best-known song was called I'm a Believer, and it was about a guy who saw a pretty girl and suddenly believed that life was worth living. Two separate generations of listeners are likely singing that impossibly catchy tune in their heads right now. Now, in 1998, when I was leading praise and worship in a local church, I wrote new lyrics over the originals, and we turned it into a worship song. Here's a little snippet of it. But then I felt his grace. I was sure that was really, really clever. Maybe, maybe not, but the church loved to sing it. And for those of us who experienced it together, its original meaning was transformed or at least blotted out whenever we sang the Jesus version. So for me, that monkey's tune is always going to be about the good Father God whose grace blots out our transgressions and iniquities. David uses this term twice in Psalm 51, blot out my transgressions, blot out my iniquities. So so let's explore this a little. There's two questions I'm going to ask here. The first is, well, what are iniquities and transgressions? Because, you know, these are not words that we use very often now, but it's important that we get them because, you know, honestly, most solid English translation of the Bible since 1611 used exactly those words even still. So we're going to be wise to know what they mean. Both of the terms often get squeezed into the category of sin when they're taught to us, but that's not quite right. Sin, or hata, refers to, in the Bible, missing the mark. Generally speaking, you could say that in our case, sins are our actions, thoughts, or moves which don't meet the goal of bearing the image of God in the world. 
Now, David uses all three words, sin, transgression, and iniquity, and each of them has something of a distinct meaning. As we find it in the Bible, iniquity can be seen as being wicked or immoral in nature or character. Uh, the Hebrew word is avon, which is used to describe something crooked or warped and often pervading in a people or a culture. It's a state of being. So in poetic form, David is acknowledging to God that apart from his actions, he had strayed from being the upright servant, straight arrow man of God, he had been before, to being twisted in his internal character. And furthermore, he uses the plural, iniquities. He says, I'm twisted in more than one way. As one study I, I heard said, for David, crooked had become the new straight. Now, transgression is pesha in Hebrew, and it's a category of sin, a category that involves a betrayal of trust. And this implies that transgressions are sinful actions against someone with whom you have relationship to the point where they could reasonably expect they can have confidence in you. That idea goes along with David having drifted from close companionship with and loyalty to God and to God's will and God's law to having become crooked in his internal character. And so when he writes about transgressions, David is saying that he knows that his sinful actions have betrayed the trust of the father he loves and who loves him and who had trusted him. And he begs God to take action regarding both his character issues, his iniquities, and his sinful actions of betrayal toward God his transgression. And so David asked God to do something we might find odd today, to blot them out, which leads to our second question. What's that mean? Which is a good question. Let's lose, uh, I'm going to use a little document processing terminology to help us understand this. As I'm sitting here typing out the script for the program, each time I uh, miss the mark or hit the wrong key or spell a word incorrectly, I get a little reminder of it and I can go back and I can correct the error by deleting misspelled words or misplaced phrases. And once I do what I need to do, those errors are virtually gone. And this is an incredible gift. If we travel a little backward technologically in time, then I can explain to you what made the monkeys relevant, at least the logical tangent to this discussion. You see, one of that group, Michael Nesmith, was heir to a great fortune and legacy because his mom invented liquid paper, a correction fluid that transformed the business world. Now, what was the purpose of liquid paper? Well, it was to cover over document mistakes without the need to type the whole thing from the beginning. It was the mid-20th century's version of our current spell check or, or grammar check. As we continue, we'll look further back in history and make some connections. We're going to take a moment now for a short break. Stay with us for more on The Ancient Path. At Ancient Path Ministries, we hope to carry the light of the kingdom of God into places where it is most needed. To see people set free from what holds them captive. Now, our ministry is built on connections in Christ, and our financial foundation depends on the regular partnership of beloved friends such as you. And if you'd like to be a covenant financial partner or contribute to the work of the ministry, I encourage you to visit our website, ancientpathministries.org. Check out the church in action and see how you can be part of bringing good news, connecting in Christ, and building the kingdom. Now, a lot of us will remember in school when you were drawing or writing with a pencil, we could eliminate our mistakes with an eraser, uh, that little magic piece of rubber that, that wiped away all the spots where we missed the mark. And you probably remember that even though the errors were eliminated, there was usually some sort of subtle evidence left behind that something had been corrected. 
Now, prior to the invention of the printing press centuries ago, and it happened in different times in different parts of the world, every copy of every document had to be written by hand. And the idea of writing on parchment with ink or dye went back many centuries before Jesus came to earth. And it's to these earlier eras of writing that David's term, blot out, is speaking. Before spell check, liquid paper, or rubber erasers, if a scribe made an error on parchment, the only way to get rid of it was to blot more ink over the mistake so that it was no longer visible. And from now on, that error is no longer part of the narrative. Oh, it's there. And the evidence of the place it once occupied is right in front of you, but the flaw is no longer part of what anyone reads. And this is what David asked of God. He said, God, as you look at the pages of my life story, you know, the one you gifted to me, you know where I've missed the mark. You know where my character has become very crooked and my thinking has become warped. You know, and I see it now way too well, and it's painful to me. I know where I've betrayed you. I've sinned against you and you alone. And so if you would, Abba, Daddy, Father, please blot all of that out and fix me. I don't want to be crooked anymore. Psalm 51 verse 10, David, David begs of God, Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Yeah, Father, I know that people are still going to look at that page of my life, and they're going to see the places where you had to make corrections. And they might just go back to those flawed moments or extended periods of my life and cast judgment on me. And I know that there are going to be things that happen as a consequence of my iniquities and transgressions. But, but you, Father, and you're the one who matters. When you review the story of my life and see those moments where I walked away from you, where I turned my back on what I know to be true, as I repent and I turn back to the straight path, you're going to choose to skip right past those ink blots. You're not going to go back and pick apart all the previous version of my life documents. The last one that I saved, or better said that you saved, will be the only copy that matters. So wash me clean, please. Blot out my junk. Thanks. God speaks through the mouth of an Old Testament prophet, Isaiah, chapter 43, where he says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. For me, the, that idea of a transgression eraser is really helpful today. Here's the thing. As I'm writing these words, today is May 10th, 2023, and yesterday I turned 26 in kingdom years. 26 years ago on a cold, rainy evening, May 9, 1997, in a baseball stadium full of 40,000 of God's sons, just like me, many Kevins and many Davids among us, to be sure, I had my come-to-Jesus moment. At 33 years old, after a lifetime as a church kid, I was saved by grace. It was literally the most important day and moment of my life since I drew my first breath. And do you know what happened yesterday, May 9th, 2023? I forgot. Who forgets their own birthday? Apparently me. Now, you know, there are things I don't understand about God, and some of those things leave me in awe and wonder, and some other things honestly make me angry. And in this latest season of life, much has happened and is still happening that I am grappling to understand. 
And it seems that I've allowed anger, not at God or anyone else, just being hacked off in general. I've allowed that anger to lead me little by little back to a degree of iniquity, back to a bit of the twisted character that actually was my daily state of being before Jesus opened up his arms, knocked down the walls between us and saved me from myself. I woke up this morning to the sudden realization that I've been so caught up in the weeds and the worry and the places where my mind goes when it's not being consistently renewed to stay in its repentant state that I completely let my soul's birthday get by me without commemoration or even remembering it. And you know what? It broke me. There was a time when something like that would make me give up. But that would have been before I understood the grace of my Lord and Savior. Let me unpack that for a minute before I finish up for the day. When I was a little boy, every Sunday in worship, my pastor would lead us in prayer of confession. And then he would say this. He'd say, the scriptures declare that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I always heard that part loud and clear. I carried it with me my entire childhood and youth, and I let it sit on me for years. Falling short was what I assumed I would just always do. And then came that breakthrough. Starting 26 years ago yesterday, I knew better. And I remembered that my pastor kept going after that. And he would say, but if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There in that crowd of all those thousands of God's boys, our cheeks watered from the rain and from within, I understood. And I still do. But like all of us in our unfinished state, because perfection ain't coming until Jesus comes again, I can be prone to forget. And then like this morning, I find myself broken. Near the end of Psalm 51, David says, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. You see, it turns out it's gonna be okay again. All the Kevins and the Davids and the Davies, Mikes, Mickeys, and Peters are depending on a God who will look at us at our filthiest, pick us up and wash us clean. And all of us whose sins are blotted out, we are heirs to the riches of the grace of Christ in the kingdom of God. And so may we never forget his grace once we felt it. And if you've never felt it, I can tell you it's the best thing ever. And I encourage you to let him pour it out on you. As cheesy as it might sound, I'm sure of it. Not a doubt in my mind. God is love. Even to boys like me who forget their birthdays. I'm a believer. I want to serve Jesus all the time. And this, friends, brings us to the end of our time for today. Thank you very much for being with us. Once again, be sure to check out our webpage, ancientpathministries.org. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ancient Path Ministries. I'm Pastor Kevin Job for Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua. And until next time, we pray God will bless you richly. Go and be the church. Hey.